This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Mook Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Mook Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with Mook Delivery. So the only thing left to say is, Georgie, check for Dadsy. You in? Order now on the McDonald's app and you can also get rewards points delivered too. So the ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. (whistles) Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery free in terms supply. See mcdonalds.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with three for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. Beyond the pitch, beyond the results, we're here to connect fans, getting them to embrace the highs and lows of supporting your club. Because we're not just fans, we're a team. With two in three football fans having struggled with their mental health, we understand that life off the pitch can present its own challenges. That's why we're committed to ensuring you have the tools to stay connected with your friends and fellow supporters. Take a moment to connect with your mates. A simple text or an open conversation can make a world of difference. And if they don't respond right away, don't hesitate to follow up. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. Leicester City have a penalty kick in the six minutes of injury time. Injury time, injury time. Look out, takes, Almunia saves, knock out, follows in, Almunia saves again. And now Watford are on the counter attack. Forestieri. Oh, I don't believe this. Here's Hawk. Dini! I do not believe what I've just seen. Troy Dini has scored from a Leicester penalty that was saved by Almunia. Do not scratch your eyes. Do not scratch your eyes. Do not scratch your eyes. What I'll do is I'll let you back and travel and I'm going to I'm going to just open up about what this is uh, and what's happened unless other people want to talk about it because no you're not wrong there is and there has been the EFL wording around this which is not dissimilar to the one that that is that is there for the, for the Premier League now if you look at the detail of what obviously what happened previously the what was known as the, I think it was fans committee in the end. Sorry, Alan, I'll just remove you so we don't get any background noise. Hopefully you can still listen along. No problem um, at all. Wonderful stuff. Thank you, Alan. Thank you. If you look at that, that was take that took place, what, last February, last March? And it was done to tick a requirement from the Premier League. This is also going to be doing, filling a requirement of the league. Now we do know, and we have spoken to some people who have said, well, actually what they'd heard was it was going to be far more of a tick box ex- exercise. But my suspicion is my suspicion is that let's get to this let's get to this all out we started and, and credit to justin because he started a social media campaign because social media is where justin operates around called parlacci gino because we were talking about it last night and we appreciate that everybody has their opinion on their football club it is your football club it is your opinion you are welcome to it and you're welcome to come and share it here whether it's positive or negative, we've spent nigh on 18 months now, I suppose, doing this sort of stuff, trying to let everybody know. We're not trying to take over anything here, but the point was, what we tried to say was, Palacci, talk to us, Gino, because one, there is an obligation to do so. Secondly, because if we just sit there and we just say Gino out, we won't ever hear from him at all. What we wanted to do was try and get some dialogue between the club whoever that custodian is at that time, in this case, it is Gino Pozzo, into place. Now, you will have seen yesterday that there was a press release or a press release that it was released on the website, Scott Duxbury's program notes from today. Now, there are certain things in there that I would suggest are erroneous 
or refer to to groups of fans that, that we don't know. We got given a heads up from uh, somebody within the club on Thursday night, probably around nine or 10 o'clock saying this is potentially going to be, you know, kind of coming out and it's going to be in the program notes. So, you know, just, just to, to let us know now from, from then on, if you will remember, go back to that fans committee, what happened, and I'm going to tell you exactly what happened now because I wasn't there, so I'm as blameless as anybody else sitting on this on this call. A number of podcasts, magazines, and fan groups were invited to something that was described as a supporter's construct. When they attended that, they did not know what it was. They walked in and were then all told that they were kind of subject to non-disclosure agreement of some sort. There was nothing signed, but it was an implication of on the basis that they wanted to make sure that a minutes was released that was consistent so that everybody was singing from the same hymn sheet. Seems reasonable. They had a conversation about various bits and bobs. It was also on the same night that the financial statement was released for obviously the, the previous year. So that that's another thing we've all got to look forward to incoming. So... Having started this Palachi stuff, we had somebody basically cut, talk to us and say, well, look, one word. And we said, yes. And he went, Palachi. Yeah, fine. This is going to be happening. It's going to be, 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 be going on. We don't think that we've cracked it. We don't think that we've solved it. I, I think this is serendipity. I think it's timing. As I say, we've been moaning about this for 18 months. You go back to the QPR piece last week on this. And as I said, everybody here is entitled to their own opinion and thoughts about Watford. That's that's all we really are. That's all the purpose that we serve. Okay. But if you go back to, to us last, last week, everybody was on a muchness because we ended up talking about culture and where it started and it starts at the top and going all the way back down. And it seems to have resonated with a number of people in the club or it's crystallized, shall we say, other things. If you go back to from the rookery end, last week they came out and absolutely, you know, they said, look, we can't really talk about the game because there's not really much to talk about. And they actually, they, they came completely on point. And a number of people who had been looking at that, and if you look at their social media, got all the comments, it felt like everybody here, everybody there came together and said, look, this is an issue and we need to do this. Justin, as I mentioned, we put out the Palachi thing and thank you so much to everybody who who shared it. We didn't expect anything out of it, you know, certainly in this stage. We thought we were going to be on for a long line of attrition. But timing or what have you, we've got an opportunity to talk to both the CEO and the uh, and the owner. Now, the way it's been put across, and you can interpret those words because that's literally all we're working from here. It's a question here, of, I think, of them saying, well, we tried to do this last time and we made a bit of a cods of it over to you. You guys sort it. You sort out who's invited because a lot of people are saying only selected people will be, will be going or only pre-selected people will be going. Well, to be quite frank, unless we hold the thing in the whole of Vicarage Road, of course that's going to be the case. We can't fit everybody in the room. But what we will need to make sure is done, and I've stated this, but I want to state it here for the record, that we are now, and after I got that, after we got that call, you know, about that, I reached out to a number of groups. And yes, that does include some of those groups who were also in attending previously. And I will explain why I have reached out to them. Peter. Justin was very much of a, a thought of, hold on, this feels like we're being thrown under the bus again here, potentially. I'm wary of it. I'm not sure. Justin is very much the cautionary brake pedal to do not scratch your eyes, whereas, you know, Carl and I are, sod it, let's go for it. Uh, I grant you, 
Cole is often in attendance with some strange looking toast. But other than that, that's the way. And people were worried. People are worried about this because nobody wanted what came out last time that they were literally and others were thrown under a bus. We reached out and a number of people have agreed to come on board and help. Okay, because what we need to do from here is try to organize a process that is allowing people to be selected from across the supporter base. And when I say the supporter base, I mean the entire supporter base. It is not about making sure that the people in the room are from certain groups or are from certain podcasts or from this is about making sure that we have a representative in the true sense of the word representation in the same way as we have a representative democracy, supposedly in parliament, people who stand up and will ask questions on your behalf. We want to go out to the whole of the supporter base and canvas for what questions need to be asked. Now, in addition to the the first one of these, and this is something that's that's that the club have thrown back, and whether or not exactly as Alan mentioned there, whether or not it, they're just saying that this is being done because they're ticking a box from the from the football league, yes, I imagine that they probably are. What we want to do, and Carl alluded it to it to it earlier. We, in terms of these groups, we had one meeting, which was last night between five o'clock and six o'clock after this thing finally came out, because we didn't know it was going to come out. And we organized a video call. And what we want to do is, and we've already got some more things lined up to include, hopefully, what we would like to see as a reinvigorated supporters trust. Okay, the supporters trust has been dormant for a long time. There is some new leadership in there. who has been looking for some help. We want to offer that help and, and assistance to get that, but to get it right out across absolutely everybody, all supporters. We want to collate all of the questions that people want asked. And I, when I say that, I mean, in the first instance, asked to both Scott and Gino, because if you haven't seen the wording, the suggestion is this will be a series of meetings, the first of which Scott, a CEO and chairman, and Gino Pozzo, as owner, will be in attendance for. We don't know if they're going to attend anymore. Chances are they probably won't. So what we want to do is collate all of the questions so that we can make sure that they are put forward by the right representatives to do so. It is not going to be about selecting groups and that you 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 have to be in a group to be done. No, not at all. We haven't yet worked this out because we've worked on this for about an hour last night. We've got another call set up with, with people on, on Monday. There We are going to the Football Supporters Association, the FSA, to find out how how you know what does best practice look like now we are going to be transparent with all of this none of this is going to be covered the people who are are doing this who i've seen a number of things from 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 twitter i am the one who has sent this out if you want to send some brickbats out about people inviting groups or what have you i'll explain why i've i've reached out to the groups one they are the people i know we work in the same sphere secondly they are organized thirdly they have a distribution channel because we need to let everybody know we need to why widen those distribution channels. We need to widen it to things like, you know, anything from WFC forums to the Watford mailing list to a whole host of ways for people who do not go online. We have not figured this out yet. This is absolutely early days. I apologize if this is me going off on one, but I'm trying to let everybody who's listening to this know where this stands. Now, in terms of the groups that uh, Scott had mentioned in in his thing that they have consulted with, don't think anybody's been consulted. I think this has come out of the fact that this has been going on. They may have consulted by listening into podcasts. I really do not know. They have not consulted with us about that. However, because of Parlacci Gino, we've been reached out to. So having sat there and had the gall to come on and host you guys all the time and occasionally come out with podcasts and say, well, we think what we're going to say is this, and coming out saying, talk to us, Gino, 
we're not going to step away from this. We're not going to walk away from this. We'll go front and centre and we'll do our level best to, to make a good job of it. We've got, from what we can understand, we're probably looking at June or July because the club want to concentrate on trying to get up in the playoffs. Yeah, after today, that feels obviously a bit gutting, but there we go. We're going to try and do this. And the reason we want to have this is because if you are Gino Pozzo out or you are Gino Pozzo in or you are anywhere on the continuum in between, if we are able to have a forum and all clubs should be having a forum of some kind, we would love it to be at our place. But that appears to not be the, the way it's going to be run. We don't know what the format is, but we've now got the opportunity to help influence and decide what that's going to be and make sure it's truly representative of everybody and make sure voices are heard, whether they are in Australia like Darren, whether they are in America like Rupert, or whether they are, you know, wherever they are, we want to make sure this is truly representative. So if if we had got this opportunity and simply walked away from it, I, I couldn't sit here in all good conscience and sit here and talk to you guys. We've asked for it. We've got a chance to do so. It may give an opportunity for the club to heal, or it may simply reinforce exactly the position that you currently hold. But either way, hopefully, you will be more informed. And then after, there will be, a hopefully, a series of these going on. Now, the first thing I will want to have in this whole thing is a, t- is a schedule. We don't want to go from one year to the next. You look at it, you've got people like Coventry, Wigan, because of the money, had a fans forum. If ever clubs can do it, let's do it. Let's get a regular cadence to this and improve the communication between the club and the supporters. And whether or not Gino Pozzo or any fan is here, let's get that written into what, you know, what we want to have, if you will, as a fans charter. So we improve that all the time, all the way. Is this what I want to be doing? Is this what Do Not Scratch Your Eyes want to be doing? Is this what any of the other groups who I've asked to come on board and have come on board want to be doing? No, because what we do, we enjoy creating content and talking about our passion, our favourite club. Do they frustrate us? Fucking right they do. Do they make us, you know, kind of jump up with glee when, when something good happens? Of course but could we just walk away from it? No, we can't. Now, you may also be sitting there going, well, who's died and made you God? If anybody wants to take this over, if there is an alternative you know, fan group where we pull this in and you want to take it over, absolutely. We think this should fall to a reinvigorated supporters trust, okay? That means we're going to be looking for and needing volunteers. We're going to be needing people who want to come forward and want to get involved with this. And then the supporters trust being just that, representative of one group, supporters. That would be fantastic if we could get there, but it has to include everybody. There's an opportunity, obviously, for you to support the supporters trust to make it stronger, but it also has to represent everybody who stands outside it. So we're going to be doing that. There have been there have been a couple of groups who have said and, and looked at the, the wording of it and said, no, we don't think we want to get involved at this point because, because of what we went through last time. Because, you know, let's be honest, Twitter can be a fairly uh, unforgiving uh, location you know people could come out and go i'm deciding i'm going to give you abuse and some people received abuse in the stadium as well for trying to do it and i think they were absolutely well-meaning in everything that, that that was done but they got thrown under a bus as i said we've got time to do this and get it done and communicate to you people and this is really the first time i'm doing it but it will also be communicated in the their own intimate styles by other channels 
as well so that you get an opportunity to hear it okay and by other groups if once we've got enough people on there who knows we might end up with a newsletter or a a, a, a mailing list or we might use the you know perhaps the club's mailing list to let everybody know it's very early days we are just getting started please please support us guys i'm sorry that was a complete nutter rant but i wanted to let you know exactly where we are with this it's something it's not nothing will it change your mind very possibly not. Will it give us something else to cogitate on? Very possibly. We shall see. We shall see. Guys, right, let's get back to talking to people. And obviously now I've now I've given my rant. We can talk about the game. You can talk about whether or not you think Chris Wilder appointment for two years would or would not be a good thing or anything else you wish to mention. Or if you really want to, you can ask me questions about it. But so far, there's very little done. We will be sharing with you guys as we move forward. But there we go. In the meantime, though, let's go across the seas. Let's go across the seas to Florida uh, to, to Uncle, who had, uh, who was very pleased on Tuesday after uh, after the, uh, uh, the the Chris Wilder inspired win over Birmingham. How are you feeling today, Uncle? I'm very upset, Peter, actually. I'm very upset. And I thought Watford played pretty well the first half without testing yeah. the keeper enough, pretty well. And people like to paint me as this figure who revels in Watford defeats. And when Wilder took over, I, I wanted to have mm-hmm. a bit of positivity. It, it takes a lot. It's taken a lot out of me, the sort of the last few years under Potter. It's taken a lot out of me. And I wanted to have a bit of hope and, and uh, something to look forward to. And today, mm-hmm. that second half, I mean, it's, it's almost finished me. And I've, I've got something to say, Peter, and I'm, I'm, I feel Far very away. strongly about it. Mm-hmm. I think these players contracted to the club, and th- this is on the owner. This is on the owner, Pozzo. Yeah. If you think today about the goalkeeper, Batman. He didn't claim the cross before the goal, and he was asleep for that header. He he was asleep. It was unforgivable not to save that. And you have these players who, because of the owner, are kept at the club. Batman has been at the club for six years. He's got another year, seventh year. You've got Cabaselli coming up for his eighth year. You look at all these players. There's no jeopardy whatsoever because this... Rotten owner only cares about his balance sheet, thinking that if you keep a player forever, somehow he has a value. Well, there's no value Mm -hmm. to keeping 33-year-old cleverly. There's no value to keeping what is Cabaselli 32. I'm just, you know, I'm not looking at the internet here. But these are players in the past, to be at the club seven, eight years, you had to be a legend. You had to be a legend, and they don't care because it doesn't affect them. So you have Backman who's asleep, and he's had he's 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 going to have seven years contract. You know that they have jobs for life in uh, for the equivalent footballing uh, term, jobs for life, and it's outrageous, and it's outrageous, it's outrageous. I'm so unhappy. I've I've almost had it up to here. Because they, they, I saw at the end on Hive Live, they're, they're clapped off by people. What? Why are you clapping Daniel Backman? And again, I'm not advocating violence or nasty personal abuse, but he should hear it. He's All he does, you see it at the end, shouting at the referee because Wigan were time-wasting. It's pathetic. It's absolutely pathetic. Wigan have the right to do whatever they want uh, within the laws of the game, whatever they can get away with. Um, they've spent a fraction on their squad. 
compared to Watford. Their players haven't even been paid. And uh, I do not want them disparaged just because they're a, inverted commas, smaller club or whatever. And it's pathetic mm. to see the Watford goalkeeper do that. But it's pathetic of the owner to keep them around forever. And if I could speak to the owner, I would say this. I mean, there's so many things I'd love to say to him. But people should have, had, should, have, should have enough of the owner and enough of these players. They've been at the club far, far too long. Cleverly. I mean, you, you're seeing in The Athletic, they're thinking about extending his contract. He can't even get through the warm-up. You, you, you have them smiling, Cabaselli smiling. It's time the club needs an enema. It needs a complete and utter enema from top to bottom. Uh, I don't know, Peter. I'm sick of them all. Sick of them all. Okay. So, as a question, and I appreciate your your, your second by the recruitment piece. Obviously, in the last well, what couple of months, we've had a change to the technical recruitment, and we've got we've got Ben Manga and we've got Helena Costa in. What are your thoughts? You know, do, do you think that is a positive step in the right direction? And with Ben Manga in place, would you, regardless of your opinion of, of Gino, let's take him out of there. If Ben Manga and, and Chris Wilder are reasonable with one another, would you see a two-year appointment of, a two-year, by the way, not a lifelong, uh, appointment for Chris Wilder as a reasonable thought if Manga was in charge of recruitment? And what would you, what would you need to see from that recruitment? Uh, campaign going forward i don't think i want to see wilder here next season I'd, I'd like to see someone younger someone fresh someone like the i can't remember his name is like he's zerbi at brighton some someone yeah, you know, yeah. of that ilk um but until the owner starts caring more about results then, then it, it's almost irrelevant i think at the moment i think it's almost irrelevant sadly i like you know i kidded myself for a couple of weeks and it, I'm, I'm very sad about it all. I, I don't like the way the club is won. I do not think it is for the benefit of the team and the supporters. And okay. I'm very upset by the owner. We can hear. We can hear this. Uh, look, you are going to get an opportunity to hopefully put forward a, you know, a question, whether or not uh, you know, anybody particularly is there. We want to make sure that what we get is, is questions. And the, the question around recruitment and what's going to happen moving forward and what has happened previously, these can all be hopefully included in that. We would certainly hope so. So we'll see there. But uh, there, there's Ron. Ron's feeling very down after that second half. Uh, had been feeling a little bit hopeful, but there we go. Let's have a look at the, uh, the in that case, while we're, while we're waiting for this to work, let's go to the uh, to the five word review so that we can kind of uh, bring people people up to date on those. Let's have a look, see what people are saying. Simon Parkin said, no Premier League financially fucked. Hmm, nice. Simon Parkin also said, oh no, that's it. he said exactly the same thing, but this time it's got an at sign in it, which is nice. PB said Davis, uh, Davis and Britt were shite. Mikey Abraham's bloody frustrating, but played well. Okay, I think most people have said we felt the first half went a little bit better than the, certainly than the second half. Hampshire, I'm just going to come to you, see if you can come in. And once you're there, just shout out and then we'll come away from the five words. Ben said season ticket tucked in bed. It feels like the season's obviously gone there. Steve Pozzo out said, sorry, no chance I can do five words. Kone, best game in the yellow shirt. The rest is fucking shite. <laughs> come, came home to kick the cat bollocks to this team don't kick the cat Steve the, the cat's done nothing wrong surely that seems that seems very ill on the cat let's have a look Frey said uh, was there for the taking Richard WFC Potso out said uh, knew we weren't going to make the playoffs an embarrassment no urgency 
whatsoever, says uh, Watford Focus. Players and fitness, I mentioned that earlier. Uh, James, known as Generally Ball, said player and fitness fishing, you know, finishing issues as a big issue. Silgerman said Pedro's open goal miss will haunt us. Yeah, Adam, Adam, he's, he's used more words. He's used more words. Go after him, let him know. But he's absolutely right. That that was seemingly the critical moment in the game, and it was uh, it was very frustrating that it didn't uh, it, it didn't go in. It might have changed the game completely. Who knows? Ryan Cripps disaster, dreading those bastards away. And a big hello to we are Luton Town. Mal says didn't lose, but season over. Uh, Joel Harpen, hey Joel, said uh, they can all piss off. Who, who, who's that? Is that just everybody? I think I think Joel is in favour of everybody pissing off. So, guys, if you are in a position to piss off, he'd like you to do so. Jason Rose, we're trying to get people on. Sean, you're there. Hit the mic button and see if you can see if you can talk to us. Oh, How are you doing, mate? All right. Oh, mate, fact. Thank you. We finally got some people on. This is great. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Just putting it's... it out there. I don't want shit on toast for tea. And I also That's don't a, want an Emma from uh, top to bottom. No, I, I, in, in fairness, in fairness, I don't think Ron was offering that as a service. At least I bloody hope he wasn't. But um, you know, but yeah, the the, the toast analogy. You know, I, I'm never going to look at Marmite again. Anyway, enough about such substances that you either like or loathe. Let's talk about what for football. Yes, mate, oh, yeah, yeah. I deliberately didn't ring against um, Birmingham because although uh, there was a lot of good signs that we were better. Um, I, uh, I, I I didn't disguise how bad Birmingham were for me. And yeah. um, today was uh, a good show. I think that the last three games have come against the three teams that are currently bottom of the um, of the form list. And um, it goes to show how bad we were against QPR. They lost uh, again today to Birmingham. We it's it's not the manager. It, whilst he is obviously responsible for game plan. I thought it was brilliant he got a yellow card today. He showed a bit of um a, a, a bit of passion and a bit of fight and um I, I thought that was brilliant. Now I was that was that was brilliant for me. But um, cool. we we just we haven't got the tools have we? We just haven't got the tools. We can we can sit here and ask and uh, the questions as much as we want. Our best player today had one of his worst games for us. We look out of sorts actually when he got the ball. When we do look to move it across the phases and the formations, sometimes he's on the wing, on the touchline. Other times he's not there. We can't see the formation and the structure, so we're kind of turning round and looking for someone to give it to. We haven't, we haven't got the um, the correct tools. And um, you can put as many managers as you want in there. And yes, they're all going to bring ideas, but they're obviously only been there two or three weeks you've got we always have the same thing don't we you, you get Isaac's success and you put him in every, every manager stuck in stuck him in to begin with and we'll they'll go through the same thing and they'll look at players he obviously doesn't realize Porteous is our best centre-back because he's probably only actually seen him play two matches for us and he's hoiked him off in the last twice yeah, yeah. And, and it's just and it, you know the, the there was another listener who's just it's it obvious. What are you taking him him off for? But we 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 Davis, yes, he scored a goal, but you could very much argue he should have shot first time. He still cut in and blasted it at the keeper. Pedro gets the ball five minutes into added time on the penalty spot. He takes a touch. I mean, you know that it's you know these we haven't we haven't got players that are. Uh, are good enough and, and and that comes down to the recruitment because we certainly don't have managers that have that input I was camp uh, Billich out at the end he absolutely needed to go because right. I've told you before I've got a massive fear about next season and uh, yeah absolutely and and, 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 and I, I was definitely for him to go but I do feel sorry for him 
he told us again what he wants, a striker, a winger, a midfielder. We started Bakuna again. I tracked him from the half time. Do you know the first time he touched the ball was on 13 minutes into the second half. That was the first time he touched the ball. Our centre midfielder went 13 and a half minutes without touching the ball. And the first time he did was a block that went out for a corner. And that's not good enough for your for your holding midfielder in the middle of the pitch when you're playing through the thirds. It's, it's not good enough. There isn't that centre midfielder. We didn't bring one in. He wanted a winger. We had Martins. Where is he now? Exactly. We bought in, a, he wanted a striker. We bring one in. Where is he? 100 million claws. He's on the side. We're bringing a Sombolonga in. I was, I was one of the only people was actually, I'm, I'm, I was happy with Sombolonga coming in. And the reason being is, end of the season, cheap one, knows the club, has actually got a bit of a track record, even though he hasn't scored for, for years. And Davis can't do a full game. So if you're going to rest Davis for 20 minutes, bring on Britt. You've got the same type of formation and player, but not both at the same fucking time. We're just, we're just dead ending. And um, yeah, absolutely gutting today. And um, I'm just glad that uh, our next game against them lot isn't at home because I think it would get quite nasty. Yes. Yes. Very true. I mean, I, d- I did say in in a moment of uh, of winding Justin up that obviously the uh, oh, you there, the, mate? The, 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 yes, can you hear me there? Can you hear me? Yeah, you might not be able to hear me there, Sean, because we know things are going on. I hope everybody can. Oh, we're we're having we're having fun and games this evening, aren't we? We're having fun and games. I will presume that that's a problem with uh, with, with Charlie rather than me. Let's see if we can go across to uh, uh, to Jack. Jack, if you want to hit your mic button, then I'll find out whether or not everybody can hear me. Oh, that's reassuring. Jack, well, sir from Jack, sir from the US. How are you doing? Well, I can hear you just fine. Um, so I, I don't know exactly what the problem is on that end. Never, never mind, sir. Never mind. You saw today. You've seen uh, what's been going on. What, what were your thoughts? What was your take on a frustrating afternoon at the Vic? In regards to your rant about the uh, upcoming meeting with supporters and it being exclusive in some way, I woke up this morning to people blaming Sam Uko and, J- and Jacob Colshaw for it which is just complete bollocks. And the last thing we need to do at this point is turn on each other. Uh, I think it's entirely Gino and Duxbury who want to make it this some sort of exclusive thing. And if they were to see that we're turning toward some of the more prominent uh, fan groups, I think they'd be laughing at us. Yep, no, no. And and in terms of in an answer to that, first of all, I, I won't answer on behalf of Sam. He's listening in, he's there. But I will say this, Sam's, Sam's treatment over the last year has been absolutely unforgivable by people who, I'm sorry, that's not part of the club that I know. That is not part of the original family club that we want to be because it, it, like like everybody else it, it involved in doing this, if you if you're interested in making content about your passion and if people like it, fantastic. What's the problem with it? Now I appreciate that as I, as I mentioned earlier on, you know, last year a number of people walked into something that ended up being, frankly, a clusterfuck. You know, and the club have turned around now and said, "Well, we realise that it's over to you to organise." So we're not going to be involving. Uh, you know, exclusively fan groups or anything. What I've done, and this is me, this is me, Peter Remnant. If you want to come after me, guys, go right ahead. Um, you know, I look like a rhino and I've got the skin about the same depth. But the reason I've gone for them, first of all, is because we've got people who've got a bit level of organisation, a level of energy and a level of commitment to, towards Watford to try to make the best out of, out of all of this moving forward. Jacob and Sam, I'm sorry, guys, you are so completely off off the range um, in terms of if, if, if that's what you think. If you want to go for anybody, 
Peter, nice to meet you. Sue, come right ahead. I've got not got a problem with that. We are going to be trying to make this so it covers absolutely or includes within a process every single supporter of the club as far as we can. Is that going to be easy? No. Do we know quite exactly how we're going to do it yet? No, because we've been working on this since about 4.30 yesterday afternoon. Um, so we, we're actually going to do that. Sorry, Jack, I just wanted to make sure we, we covered off that, but I couldn't agree with you more. You know, Jacob and Sam are, you know, have put out, you know, Jacob's been putting out content since he was about six or something stupid. You know, he's been doing this, you know, kind of, and really, really, added to a lot of people's Watford experience. I would, I would hope guys that you would uh, respect that uh, and leave, leave them well alone to, uh, to live their lives. Sorry, sorry, rant over back to you, Jack. Sorry, man. I mean, I was probably going to echo everything you just said. Uh, they've done wonderful stuff and they don't deserve anything they've received uh, as far as the abuse over the past year. But um, as far as, as far as the game uh, normal service has been resumed, hasn't it? Um, I thought it was fitting that Harry Styles, as it was, was playing through the stadium at the end of the game. Uh, <laughs> um, That's very good. Yeah. Uh, positives, though, I thought Ngakia had his best game in a Watford shirt, and that only makes me more angry that Wilder took him off. Yeah. Uh, I thought that was um, that was a bright spot for us today. And I, I think it was... There was some bad luck, but I I just thought if Wigan had given it a go instead of doing their you know bullshit falling over and time wasting, they would have had a shot at beating us. I think it, they're better than they give themselves credit for. Uh, no, I don't disagree. They've also got a manager in Sean Maloney, and and I appreciate this is the manager who's overseen a lot of as you described quite well bullshit time wasting <laughs> expertly. By the way, there um, as a player. Was 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 a fantastic little technical, uh, technically adept kind of playing the whole winger kind of kind of player. Yeah, I agree with you. They could have come at it, and we've all seen we've all seen those games where we kind of dominate territorial, but haven't got the the smarts to unpick something, and then they get and go and get a smash and grab as we commit commit more men forward. And it was you know that that could have could have got completely away from us today. We've oh. we've all we've all seen those games, haven't we? But uh, but yeah. yeah, as as it was is no. That's 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 spot on. So that's spot on. Well, um, if, if if there was a, a question you wanted to ask me, you were... well, I, w- I was going to say, and and I pre- I appreciate that uh, if if you heard Carl coming on and referencing what what he has on toast, you know, we we've had this ongoing debate with regards to uh, to, to to beans, baked beans on toast, which you which you feel <laughs> is 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 an anathema to living on the planet. I grant you, uh, I, 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 yeah. I, I do have to ask because we, we're going to we're going to carry on having this cultural back and forth of odd eccentric things that that puzzle the other the other culture. I I, when I was in uh, I was in uh, South Carolina, uh, oh, it's probably about a decade or so ago, and I came across a thing called chicken and biscuits. Chicken and biscuits. If you're in the UK, you might be thinking chicken and biscuits. How does that work? And then it gets stranger still. The chicken in the, in this instance, this was a, this was a, uh, a a franchise called Bojangles, and, uh-huh. they, and it's it's like it's like kind of KFC Kentucky Fried kind of chicken, and the biscuits. Biscuits are what we would call scones or scones. Exactly. Exactly. How how is this a thing? And where where is the moisture involved in any of this? I, well, I see this. I see usually, this a, usually gravy goes on top of both of those. Great. So hold on. We didn't think this was going to get stranger. So there is chicken. There is a scone and gravy. 
Well, it, I mean, in the South, you, uh, Uncle Ron's probably heard this. You hear the, the terms biscuits and gravy all the time, which I imagine is just a nightmare for you guys. <laughs> wow. Wow. That's, um, that's, that's something. Well, I, I'm, I'm going to put, I'm going to, you, you've given me beans on toast. I'm raising you chicken and biscuits, and I look forward to your response next week as to the strange British cultural thing that we do that leaves you puzzled. There we go. Um, bef- go ahead, before, final thing before uh, you go, sir. Uh, before we get too far off the topic of the game, um, I, I did want to note that, uh, and I don't know if this is a positive or a negative because it means the stadium was relatively empty, but when the camera was pointed toward the rookery end, the singing voice of one Carl James could be heard over high volume. <laughs> Carlos, Carlos, you finally got the fame which you don't warrant. Well done. <laughs> well, this is it. Are, are you all good for the Bristol City game? Um. Oh, actually, and this is where I might have to uh, drop some sad news. Um. And I'm sorry if this gets a little too personal. My uh, my grandfather uh, has leukemia and is probably in his final weeks. So that throws a bit of a wrench into the plans. Ah, uh, well, but, we're, um, we're we're very sorry to hear that, Jack. And obviously, these things are going <clears> to <throat> take priority. And and absolutely, they they must. Um, it, it is quite right. The uh, uh, segueing away from that, but we wish your grandfather absolutely you all the best and we will be here whenever the opportunity is right if it's Bristol City fantastic if it's if it's in the new season it's not a problem you, you go and take care of number one that's got that's important um the the, the bunker uh, obviously was open today and I don't know if you've seen the news but uh, a, a very close friend of Roy Moore has passed away so that gives an indication as to some of the things that have been going on and as we all know it, of course we love our club it's uh, as somebody described during COVID. It's the it's the most important of the things that aren't important. But uh, you know, when, when when these things hit home, it is it, very sad. Jack, sir, we wish your grandfather all the best, and uh, and uh, and let us know next next week exactly what irks you about uh, about oh I don't know Yorkshire pudding probably something like that. <laughs> <laughs> Wonderful stuff, Jack. Thank you, sir. This is Neil Cox. We do not scratch our eyes. Thank you very much to all the Watford supporters. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. You in? Order now on the McDonald's app. (whistles) At participating restaurants, 18 plus. Serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. The TalkSport fan network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. As football fans, we often pride ourselves on knowing everything from which substitution can turn the game around to the quickest route home to beat the crowds. However, when it comes to discussing feelings with our friends, we might not always feel as confident. That's why we're here to equip you with the right tools so you can reach out to those who can help. If your mates are struggling, let them know that the Samaritans are free to call on 116123. That's 116123. They are there to listen without judgment or pressure. 24-7, 365 days of the year. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. Mr. Paul Holly, sir. Sorry, everybody. I appreciate people have been waiting um, to get on. Paul, what did you what did you make of uh, of today after the Birmingham game? Well, good evening, Peter. And uh, Hello, mate. first of all, I thought your passionate speech was absolutely superb. Uh, spot on. And well done you for trying to bring some order into obviously what happened last time uh so congratulations and i'd volunteer myself to help you out so please please Thank you, please sir. accept my my offer of help 
uh, and well done you for that. Thank you. Uh, <clears throat> secondly, I sat right behind the dugout today in the Sir Elton John stand, and oh, that would have been interesting. It was very interesting, and it was interesting for me at half time because I looked at Twitter and I. I actually saw Sam Uko after the game and, and 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 there was so much positivity and yet it kind of felt like a different game for me watching it behind the dugout because Pedro should have put us 1-0 up and and I agree, would have yeah. probably turned into another Birmingham and we would have won comfortably. And then we huffed and puffed and we had a... I mean, uh, Ken put a couple of dynamic, if not overhit crosses across the face of the goal. No one was there to finish. And as the half dragged on, you thought, okay, nil-nil. And then obviously Keenan, the the one strength Keenan does have is once he's on the floor on his left foot, he can bully his way through and score. And you kind of thought, half time, yeah. we're gonna go on and score three or five. What the hell happened at half time? <laughs> I mean, come on. I mean, I I just don't get it. You've got a, a team at the bottom of the table, they've not been paid, they're in financial difficulty. I didn't see anything that was going to change the game in such a way. And, you know, Backman, yeah, you could blame blame him, but I thought it was a great header. But actually, when Wigan broke, they broke in numbers. And there was a few occasions where mm-hmm. they, we were even outnumbered. And if they'd had a better ball into the middle, and as one of the, the callers said earlier, with a bit more belief, they could have yeah. beaten us. We were shambles in the second half. But I want to point out a couple of things. In the first half, Wilder was on Davis's case and the body language back from Davis was like, I don't want to listen to you. He almost brushed him off and was actually avoiding going anywhere near the bench. He would actually walk away. So I detected a problem. In the second half, Jal gave up. That was Jal, body language. He was half-hearted. He was dropping deep. Wilder was shouting at him and he was looking over as if to say, how, how dare you even try and tell me what to do? At the final whistle, Jal just walked straight down through the tunnel. There's a problem there. So at the end of the day, looking forward, we need a manager mm-hmm. or a coach. It's going to be a coach that is young and hungry. These players, these mercenary players, and I don't blame them. It's because of the culture. They do not yep. look at Wilder and go, wow, what am I, I'm going to learn something from you. They look at Wilder and go, "Is another middle-aged, grey-haired coach that has been pushed upon us, and what the fuck is he going to tell us any different from the last grey-haired, middle-aged coach? They don't care. The one thing we had under Zola, the players were in awe. You you look you look at Arsenal Arteta yeah that man kicks every ball heads every ball he is so passionate on the sideline we don't have leadership on the pitch we don't have proper leadership off it we need to go find the next young hungry coach that lives and breathes and kicks every ball on the sideline it's the only way that some of these players are going to relate to the situation. So I would not keep Wilder. He's in a difficult situation. Yes, he showed a bit of passion at the end and got a yellow card over their time-wasting. But the second half was a fucking embarrassment. In the last 20 minutes, he was making substitutions. I'm sorry, we need a goal, and you bring on James Morris. 
I, 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 I'm sorry, I, I couldn't, I could yeah. not work that one out. And you know, Benfica will never loan us a player ever again. I, 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 I was lost. I mean, Espria came on; he was on the right. Then he moved him over. Uh, it, it, it just seemed a bit of a mess to me. It, it, it was clueless. So I don't think we'll go up. I don't think we'll get in the playoffs. Yes, I would take the double because it's the next game. So actually, if you win the next mm-hmm. game, yeah, it potentially sets you up. So I'm voting for the double, obviously. <laughs> you know, and then okay, who, that's good. Who the hell knows after that? I don't think Wilder should be the manager because I don't think whoever you bring in is going to respect him because they're going to go. Who the hell's that? Go find the next young, hungry coach who is one or two jobs in and would see Watford as a step up, like Edwards probably did, but that can have that passion, like you spoke earlier, Peter. That's the kind of talk you want in the dressing room. That's the kind of talk you want lifting up the players. Go find that next hungry player, not a journeyman. And I know Wilder wants to do his best, but no, 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 no. Let's go find it. We will have an entirely different team next season because your Pedros, your Sars, your Day, most of them would have gone. We will have a completely new team. We need a completely new coach that has passion and energy. So we need to find the right coach. We need to find a leader, the next leader on the pitch. Paramount. Absolutely paramount. So that's the that, that's on the pitch side. Right, on the, wonderfully impassioned. On the, well done. On, can I? Can I? Gone, can, sorry, Paul. Can I? Can I interrupt you just one moment? When you said Benfica, I didn't hear it, and I thought you were talking about like Greg Thika's brother Ben for a moment. <laughs> then I, it took me a little moment to come back to go. No, he's talking about the the Lisbon-based oh. football team. It's great. Anyway, enough of this. Off the pitch, sir. Off, off you the, go. Off the pitch, right? <laughs> so yes, I agree with you. The last fans forum was a a complete disaster, and you know, and and Sam and Rob. Jacob and Robin and goodness knows who else didn't deserve the stick. They were thrown under the bus. So well done you for trying to organize something. I've spoken to Duxbury personally a few times. He's been desperate to get Gino to a fans forum or to be interviewed mm-hmm. by the Watford Observer for the last three Absolutely. years. Absolutely. For the last three years. So I know Scott's been trying to organize that. I hope Gino actually turns up. Part of me doubts that will even turn up. I always fear that there'll be some excuse and Scott will be hung out to dry again. My view is the follow. Gino should sit down with Andrew French one-to-one. Andrew should ask all the questions that he's already got that have already been raised in the past. That should just be a one-to-one interview in a, you know, in a, in a relatively relaxed environment. Then the forum should follow so fans have the opportunity to then follow up on some of the answers. But it needs to be done, again, with sensible people from all diverse fans, and I totally agree with your approach. It shouldn't just be podcasters. It should be people of all different ages everywhere, and they should be given then the opportunity to follow up on the answers that have already been given. Because I fear that going in cold, a lot of the questions will have to be pre-proposed, They'll pick and choose which questions they want to answer and we won't get out of it what we hope. And given Gino's taken 10 years to even get to this point, we could wait another 10 years after. So my, pro- my proposal is 
Andrew to do an interview and then the forum to follow up on the answers in a sensible, professional, constructive way with a very diverse fan base. Because there's three topics. Strategy. What is our strategy? Recruitment. What is our recruitment and finance? Are we still going to fucking exist in the next two or three years? Mm -hmm. Because we've forwarded a lot of the cash. And then at that forum, representation from the trust, from, you know, main, all, the, all the main people, but fans given that opportunity. And, and, and we'll ju we just want some insight into, you know, if Gino says, look, guys, I've had a lot of fun for the last 10 years. I'm looking to bail. I'd respect the fact that he would go, look, that's where my head's at. But we just don't know. So strategy, recruitment, finance are the three headline topics that I would like addressed. And my final point, food. Last night, my wife did chicken in Rice Krispies. What? I'm, this... I am not kidding you. <laughs> she got some bloody recipe. She coated chicken in Rice Krispies and cooked it in the oven. And it was actually okay. And now, you know, I've never heard of that one before. So that... Uh, uh, that I mean, I... Go on. That... I mean, I, I think we're all fair fair to say that we, you know, we've had a frustrating frustrating evening of football, and we're all up there to to discuss trying to make sure that we keep the beating heart and soul of the club there. But chicken and rice krispies, I think, I think this may be a step too far. Yeah. If you were to, if you were to mark this, and and I asked, I did ask Jack uh, about the where, where does the moisture come in here, and he said, oh, there's gravy in chicken and biscuits. Apparently, I didn't know this. How was how was this in some way, shape, or form? It just sounds crazy. Tell us, tell us how. What was the complete dish? So, so she, it was uh, chicken breasts, and then she obviously did it uh, in egg to to get the rice krispies to stick. Cooked it in the oven, and then some of the bits I didn't like: sweet corn, broccoli, and potato. So I kind of picked picked <laughs> the chicken out, and then to to. Uh, to give it a bit more flavour and a bit more succulence, I coated it in Frank's red hot sauce. Oh, look! There you go. There you go. These crispy. are really the questions it, we know. It was crispy. We, we know. No, no. We're going to be asking this. We're going to be asking this to Gino Potts and say, right, we give you a packet of rice krispies and two chicken breasts. What do you do with them? Oh, Ready, dear. steady, cook. There you go. Yeah. Oh, Paul, superb, sir. Well, listen, First of we, all, we lightened it up. We lightened it up, Pete. But honestly, you've done a great job. Love the passion. You know, I've only been coming on this, listening to this, and you know, for the past two two odd months, but. You know, it's now become part of my routine. So well done you for representing everybody and, you know, putting everyone together. Thank you. Well, there are there are a number of people, and some of them will be names that you know, and some of them won't be, um, who are as committed to do this as everybody who is listening to this podcast. We're going to get in there. We're going to get our hands dirty. Are we going to make mistakes? Fuck, probably. Yeah, I wouldn't be at all, you know, worried about it in terms of that. But the first thing that has been suggested on this on a, on a and I appreciate a camel is a is a horse voted for by committee, as, as the old adage goes. But what we're going to be doing is reaching out to the the FSA. We want to bring in all of the right bodies if and i and i really do and i appreciate if we can get through this we could end up with something like a supporters trust that is you know full and active and sits at the beating heart of the relationship between the fans and the club and that's really what everybody wants you know 
if if we've if we got that as it could be at the moment, then people wouldn't be turning around to idiots like me and going, you know, well, yeah, all right, you know, we'll, we'll come in and we'll help you try to try to do this sort of thing because hey. The most important thing is everybody is here. Anybody who can volunteer and help in any way, shape, or form, be it be it wherever it is, be it with the trust, be it within the eighteen eighty one, be it within this particular project, so we get something. If we can do that, it's our community. We can do something about it. Paul, thank you very, very, very much indeed. Well done. Cheers, fella. I really, really appreciate that. Thank you very much indeed, and uh, and and a huge thank you, as I say, to those who I'm I'm leaving unnamed at this moment in time because I don't think it's down for me to say who else is involved. Obviously, do not scratch your eyes, Justin and um <laughs> justin and carl are also sitting that you know w- within that that whole piece i happen to do this bit justin does you know the social media justin did the palachi you know stuff you know we ended up doing the spaces here and then he kind of did that and went oh this i've done this by the way and we went oh right yeah okay we like that that's really clever we like that lots of people on various things turned around and said well that's ridiculous that's not going to achieve anything they're probably right it probably didn't achieve anything Okay, but the cumulative weight of all of the things that I mentioned earlier seem to have done, hopefully, seem to have hopefully done something. Uh, Let's go to Robin RHD and see if we can get this. My apologies if people can hear it and I can't, but obviously if I can't hear it, it's very difficult to be able to push stuff through. Robin, Robin, you are working on a working phone. I like this very much indeed. Robin, how are you? Uh, Frustrating day, all lots of stuff to talk about. What what, what are your thoughts as we we wind this to a close? Yeah, I, I I mean, I'm happy to, quickly mention the game i had another thing i wanted to mention but first of all i'll say about you, the game. whatever you want to go for mate uh, whatever you want to go for first half was actually really really good again mm. um despite being a bit slow and we could have been probably about three up by half time and look some of those chances goes in and gakia Zhao rounding the keeper it's a totally different game and uh, i think everyone knows what's been said about the second half and i think it's it's deja vu um so i, I don't think i've got That's... anything new to say but i just want to address something um I've been Far seeing away. there's a few people on Twitter that seem to be suggesting that WD18 and other fan media are some sort of mouthpieces for the club that cannot be critical of the club in any way, must be positive, or almost to the extent like that they work with the club in some way. And as I just want to say, as a former sort of member of WD18, I sort of worked mm-hmm. on founding it with Jacob. And then when I went to uni, I stepped away because it's just I couldn't commit to it. I know the boys, I speak to them all, and they're all wonderful, and like Elliot as well from last season, and Charlie. Season. <laughs> um, yeah, I'll, I'll tell you about Elliot no, in a minute, fine. carry on. But, <laughs> I know, that's, that's a bit different because obviously he's moved on his job, um, which, is, yeah. which is different. But I just wanted to say, I know for a fact, and that is the point of fan media, is that you can, t- you can say what you want about the club, and they're never going to, they are fully unbiased, not, influenced by anything of course they're posting fan content online and so they sort of moderate it themselves almost and they're all they all are smart they all know what they're doing and they all respect the club but to suggest that we're some sort of happy clapper mouthpiece just because someone said oh look wd18 have predicted watford to get in the playoffs just just because a fan thinks their team's going to win some games and get playoffs is is a bit ludicrous to say there's any sort of mouthpiece i I just i just hate that word i just hate that word so much well all i all i will say is the last premiership uh campaign justin and carl sat down and did a piece where they 
they went through the predictions of what we would you know what we would get and they predicted between the two of them 61 points and uh, pretty much kind of qualification for Europe yeah. last year <laughs> if you if you remember if you remember if 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 you if you're blocking it out remember Roy Hodgson and Ranieri <laughs> yeah that si- 61 points no mouthpiece there simply delusional no, to exactly, and I think so. Yeah, part of we'll, being a we'll fan into- is being hopeful as well. I think absolutely, absolutely. If if, if you're not going to do it optimistically, what are you going to do? Yeah. The, the, and and here's something, right? And I'm and I'm just going to put it out there, right? WD18 have chosen not to be involved, right? They've chosen not to be involved because of the stuff that they went through last time. Yeah. Now I'm going to tell you now, we're going to leave we're going to leave the door open to them. Because we were, you know, of everything that's gone on, we're going to leave the door open to them because of exactly that. And they represent, and they present stuff to, uh, not represent, but they they present stuff to a huge element of the younger population. You know, uh, why wouldn't we? At the moment, they're 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 not yet feeling it. They got they got concerns. So we'll see how that goes. So we'll wait and see how that goes. But um, you know, so don't anybody be going after those guys because they said, well, no, look what happened last time. But at this moment in time, we'll, we'll wait until it goes forward. But we'll have them back in because for, for, for that reason, just in terms of helping and also in her, in terms of helping. And I think they will definitely help us do this, which is basically put out the the the, the messages and letting people know what's going on. Because, yeah, you know, um, I've, I've, I've met Sam a number of times. Obviously, we have Alex, you know, come on here, et cetera. It, it's really important. Um, the Sorry, Robin, I don't mean to kidnap this, but I'm going no, to cool. kidnap this nonetheless. If anybody heard the um, uh, when we did a com- we did a commentary, could you believe it? I mean, our, our hutzpah knows no bloody end. We did we did a commentary of the ladies' game in the in the cup against uh, Crawley uh, uh, Crawley Wasps, who they again played on Wednesday and beat them six 0 It was very good. And we did this, and it was right. We we, we said we, we're going to do this. We did a commentary over over Twitter Spaces. I I basically did the the, the straight as I could commentary. Justin went wandering around the ground uh, like like a lost soul and ended up at the burger van at one point. I mean. That gives you the idea of the quality of content that we put out here, Robin. Really does. Um, and uh, and Carl basically sat there, hung over for the first forty five minutes, had a pint at halftime, and then came back stronger. It was his fortieth birthday the night before. So we went did this. We're in the setup to this, we went down to the ground, and uh, and, and and we met Elliot, your friend there. You mentioned there, yeah. And, yeah. Uh, and I'm sitting there talking away, and I'm I'm now fifty three, right? Not not that that's appertaining to anything, right? And uh, we're sitting there saying, yeah, we'll do this, we'll do this, we'll do that, and Elliot. Wonderful. Goes everything. Yeah, we'll do this to help you to do it, and etc. Blah blah blah. And then he turned around. He said, uh, "Oh, I, th- I think you know my dad." I went, "What? What?" And he went, "Yeah, Lee Murray, Elliot's dad, with my best mate from about the age of ten to about twenty-two, and we played in bands together and all sorts. And it was the uh, uh, head fuck of a lifetime. I think is probably the phrase. So, um, so I've met I've met Elliot. I've also met his brother. Uh, lovely people do do a lot of good stuff, and there are a lot of people at the club who do an awful lot of good for the club, and they've only got the club at heart, and they don't get credit either, and they absolutely, absolutely should. Robin, sir, thank you very much for coming on and uh, no uh, Thanks, guys. Uh, and speaking as you see it, you are you know good, good, and thank you for doing your bit on uh, on WD18. But you're always welcome, as everybody is here. You know, if you're a Watford supporter, you're welcome here as you will be in this thing as we get it moving forward. I'm going to go to Jason Rose. I'm going to get him in if it kills me. We're going to see whether or not this works um, because because Twitter is having a funny session. Elon, are you listening? No, still not working. Still not working. Okay, let's do, let's do the five-word reviews, guys, and, and let you get to... Uh, 
get get you finished by by half half seven in that instance, unless Jason comes through in any moment soon. Uh, I'm a Hornet said dribbling doesn't win your matches. Yeah, we did overplay it, didn't we? We saw Adam earlier on. Uh, he said, mm, bring it on, Luton. He see five words, Adam. That's why you're doing this kind of thing. Carb said 13th draw of the season. Is that the 13th draw? Oh, uh, Mal, hello, Mal, said didn't lose, but season over. Jonah needed to take our chances. Absolutely. Dan Mitchell, it's the hope that kills. Roy Cripps, uh, oh, tough bowls lesson today. Bowls, everybody. He also added you warns to take it up to five, which is a nice use. People, people could learn from this. Sean Wall said, heaven knows I'm miserable now. That this is very good. Justin is not here tonight because he is out with his, I think, his mother-in-law because with Mother's Day tomorrow, he's going to go and see Morrissey. There you go. So heaven knows I'm miserable now. A famous song by the Smiths led by Morrissey. Paul McCarthy, Hurt's passing is absolutely shocking. We spoke about this last week uh, and we did have a caller who said the, the movement wasn't good in front of him. Uh, but I, I think I think I'm with you there, definitely. Word counts looking pretty good, said Adam. That's good. We're getting a running commentary using five words of how well he's officiating this. Adam, this is a level of, of, of professionalism we just don't deal with here at uh, Do Not Scratch Your Eyes. Uh, Dylan Shah said, take stock, scouts and sell. Colin Hosier, words fail me, season over. Maple Cross Hornet, Gino Fans Forum, getting hammered. Have we have we hammered that? Oh, well, there may be more things going on about that. We've spoken about it. You can agree, you, you know, you can agree that what I'm saying is true or untrue. And, you know, guys, you make your you make your mind up. We're gonna do the best we can. Uh Jason Rose, who we've been trying to get on. Uh, this is one more chance. It said abortion of a second half. There we go. We've at least got his comment. Um, it just you should be able... No, there's an error trying to raise you in, uh, Jason. It just simply isn't working. I don't know if that's your end or my end. Um, let's see if we can get George in. I don't think it... Oh, George, you're there. Hello. Hello, sir. I think, Jason, the problem is your end. Sorry, I didn't mean to... Uh, how, how very, very strange. How very, very strange. Sir, what did you think about today in all things all things Watfordy? Well, basing off everyone on the space, I thankfully didn't watch... But because uh, I haven't been to many games this season, as I'm quite unlucky with my situation myself. But um, from what I've hear, heard, I'll say the first half, maybe basing off the commentary on the Watford Twitter admin, probably should have had maybe one or two. Who knows? But um, if you don't mind me just basing off what's just been said with, obviously, whatever's going on with this W18 stuff, obviously, I'm neutral. Yeah, of course. Obviously, I'm away. neutral. Far away, far away. But, um, whether... I don't know how to reword this. Obviously, whatever W18 do, that's up to them. And whether, yeah. obviously, when they started, what was it, 2017, where, where they started, they've come a long way. Yeah. And I think people can be harsh. And I think I think we've all been harsh on people's opinions because, obviously, we're all a bit, I don't even know how to say it, we're all a bit just confused on what's happened with our club in the last four years and stuff like that. Like, mm-hmm. We can get a bit outraged. I think we can all agree on that. And we also, like, point fingers at people for, like last year with the supporters meetings, obviously it was really, yeah. really nailed on the W18, which may or may not have been fair. Who knows? We don't really know. Maybe not. And um, we've just... I can, I can, sorry, I can tell you now categorically, I wasn't there, but I can tell you now it wasn't, uh, it wasn't appropriate for them to be getting more abuse oh, yeah, than anybody not, else. Uh, Carl, came, Carl, Carl came in for a fair share of abuse. The point is, is that it was, it was something that was divisive within the fan base. And therefore the, the, the wording that came out, don't get me wrong. I, I don't think it was the best. 
and a lot of people have remembered exactly what previously happened, and I'm talking about the wording yesterday uh, and and this and today in the program, and have gone, oh, is it going to be the repeat of the same? It's why I ended up kind of you know going, look, this is this is what I want to say about this because yeah, we're trying to make sure everything is. It. Yeah, there's a lot. Yeah, of no, that's fine. Offense by it. And I, that's fair, fine. Fair enough. But last time was poor. Exactly, they can they can only base it on the experience that they know. So what that's exactly you're, you're absolutely right. What we're trying to say okay. here is this has been passed across in a way a little bit like oh I thought you were passing me a rugby ball. It's actually a grenade, but fine. We're going to run with this. We're going to try and do our absolute level best. And uh, and and if you guys help us and stick with us, we're going to hopefully try to do something. Now that doesn't mean exactly as was mentioned on the earlier calls that you know, that the, the Gino or Scott will give us the answers that one that we like, but exactly as he mentioned earlier on, we're going to go with the Andrew French adage, which is, you know, Andrew French as a journalist says, I'm there to put questions forward and then let everybody who is interested in it know what the answers were. I can't say you'll like the answers, but I'll definitely tell you that the questions were added. That's where we've got to kind of get to with this. Uh, and if we can do that, and if we can do a little bit to help the, 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 the wider infrastructure to support the supporter relationship, happy days. And do you know what we do? And do you know what WD18 or from the Rookery End or Voices of the Vic or all of the guys on the fanzines or and all the buzz podcasts and everybody else, you know what we do? We go back to doing what we want to do for a day job, which is just creating content for people. You know, everybody loves their, their club. And even if it frustrates the living fuck out of you at times, you love your club. Justin, if he gets an opportunity to put a tweet out that makes people smile or makes people laugh, and in the middle of the day when they're having a nightmare at work and they look down and they go, what do you remember about Matty Vidra? And they smile. That's yeah. what it's about. That's what it's about. And the quicker we can get back to that, happy fucking day. But in the meantime, we will do what we can to support this. George, I'm sorry. I keep kidnapping this. I do apologize, mate. You you carry on because I agree entirely with what you're saying. But I'll, I just wanted to say WD18 haven't deserved any of the brickbats that they've got. I'll finish off on one. With with what do you remember their fan cams? I think they were brilliant. That what you do now is what they had then. But your but what I like about yours is oh, it's very more very more neutral, and you like everyone respects their opinions, and it's it's nice to have. And obviously with the W eighteen, whether they stopped it for some reason, we don't know. I really I think most people did. I enjoyed it a lot. It was nice to see. This was the stuff with Jacob and and Shane yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Out, outside the Hornet shop and the video pieces. Yeah, no, no, absolutely. I mean, there's there's any number of different ways and formats and times and you know, and we've got a lot of you know people who've put a lot of time into social media for what is still relatively a small club. You know, there's 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 there's, there's no money to be made of any note in this. It's about passion. It's about the love of the club. Because if there wasn't, you wouldn't do it. So look, you know, it's 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 an absolute pleasure to sit here. To be quite frank, because otherwise I'd be boring my family absolutely senseless talking about Watford um, on on more than one occasions. And hopefully, you guys are enjoying it as well. That's that's all we can. That's all we can really hope for. George, thank you very much, sir, for coming on. As ever, you are always welcome. And I do hope you're circumstances allow you to get to to, to more games uh, anytime soon guys i'm sorry we, we, we'll, we'll stop taking calls now simply because uh, uh, twitter seems to be just not working but the point is it doesn't matter what your opinion is if you think as per a load of the callers today that no i you know it, I, I, gino is better 
on the outside of the club, thank you very much, or it's the other way around. It really doesn't, it really doesn't matter. All we're going to try to do is get the questions and the most appropriate questions put forward in the most hopefully democratic way to try to get this done. We have still yet to figure out exactly how we're going to get to this because it only dropped yesterday. But it's really important that we do this because, and we've said this before time and time again, we need the club to heal um, and move forward. And people might say, it's not going to move forward without that. Fine. If we hear from him and what he says confirms your view, great. You can you can firmly hold that view. If other people, it shifts across because they actually hear something, great. We don't know whether or not this is going to be streamed live, if it's going to be videoed, if it's going to, nothing is is fitted in, in tablets of stone yet. We don't know how people are going to apply for this. This is all to come. So please watch this space. Do bear with us. We will try to uh, we will try to do this to the best of our ability because the club have basically turned around and said, well, we tried to do it last time, made a bit of a cods of it. You go and do it. We're just jumping into the middle of it. As we say, we'll see where we go. We'll see where we go. So thank you, everybody who's listened tonight. Thank you, everybody who has uh, who's commentated. And, uh, and, and Twitter, if you could uh, get a more stable platform on for next week or for the week after, rather, with the international break, that would be good. So we go to the five-word reviews. Saar would be slated if he put in the performance Pedro did, says Matthew. That's probably a reason point of view he was very kind of um but but the the difference is for me personally is pedro is always trying and he also has a a credit in the bank for the amount of effort that he does put in but i agree with you he didn't have a good game whatsoever it was uh and and that would be the case but uh and i also think he's putting it in the wrong places i agree with you there uh josh said arosh enjoys holiday to watford uh cs 75 said thankfully we aren't going up rich we heard him earlier on said signing of a goalkeeper critical yeah uh, danny backman's coming for some uh for some brickbats this evening. Uh, CPN, Benny Hill, new Watford theme. Simon, Simon Watford FC says, can't deal with these teams. Cone said, uh, I am still Pozzo out. Cone, if I keep mispronouncing your name, I do apologise. Uh, Watford Focus said an embarrassment, no urgent whatsoever. Ryan Cripps, disaster, dreaded those bastards away. They can all piss off. Well, we're back to some of those. T- Terry Wilkins, Terry, chip shot Terry. Uh, squad number 69 for a very real reason it said HMS pissed the league delayed Lee Morgan said pathetic 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 Adam get after him he's got another two words go collect them Casper Campion said club clear out is needed Jason Rose who we've been trying to get on tonight but it just hasn't worked for whatever reason uh, said uh, fake injuries killing the game yeah we heard about uh, you know comments about the amount of time wasting and the style of the time wasting and the the, the obviousness of it combined with a really poor officiating kind of did did spoil the game but we still need to have more than enough to to cope with that um ideally a smelly shovel shovel full of shite mark of watford in england that is five words today that i am proud of you sir a smelly shovel full of shite there's alliteration there's five words it's very pleasing i like that very much and of course don't forget Carl would probably have that on toast. Andy Clark says Pedro is no John Barnes. No, you're not wrong there, but very, very few are. Harry Clark said they were fucking bottom pricks. He also said Brit offers absolutely fucking nothing. I'm, I mean, yeah, you know, guys, I do apologise if, if you're offended by the swearing, but if you are, boy, if you come to the wrong place. Uh, Watford fan Yasser Espria Football says disgusting, 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 disgusting result. Ant said shit. <laughs> That's it. Well, there you go, Ant. Everybody, everybody likes Ant, whether or not he comes on. And uh, has had a few, or as in his last couple of calls, he's come over and been 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 been, been sober and forthright and been really cool. We like Ant here very much, but he's only going to be prepared to use one word, and that's shit. Uh, Pat H said, uh, 
barbecue season is almost here. Oh, it's Pat Handon. Hello, Pat. I hope you're well, mate. We haven't uh, heard from you in a while. And I saw you were trying to get in, but uh, Twitter is playing up today. Uh, Sam Mazurik said, uh, we need a proper goalkeeper. Um, Tone. Tone, uh, Time Traveller 99 says, too many players are not good enough and don't care. Yeah, you go. Tone says, bugger it with the five words. I'm saying what I want. Yeah, fair enough. M1, the road to misery, says Alan Lathwell. Oh, my God. I predicted his position earlier on. I, I imagine he's probably not gone much further if that's the case. Ben Slater said the fan base is completely divided. Oh, that's an interesting one. That would uh, Okay. It's divided over over, you know, whether or not, Gino is right or Gino is wrong or the right way around. What we try to do with this podcast is to turn around and say, you know what? It's okay to be divided. It's okay to have a difference of opinion. You know, all opinions here are catered for because everything should be on a continuum somewhere between one extreme and the other. And just, just come here and hear what other people say. You know what? We listen to other people having a contrary opinion and we go, really? Why? Or really explain about that or what it is. Nobody explodes. Nobody, you know, there's no balls of fire because somebody disagrees with it. The world does not end. Uh, Austin Boomer said, my wife Liz hated today. Mrs. Boomer, we are very, very sorry. We promise not to do it again. Zlatan v, uh, VKG said inevitable. He's only using one word. I don't know if that's to uh, uh, to us or to uh, or to the game, but uh, yeah, maybe so. Uh, Gary said uh, loser is mass overrated. Mm. Louis Tashira, time. Yeah, we've got eight games and to make up five points. Chances are it probably ain't going to be happening. Mike Smart said tepid, weak, abysmal, tetchy, sod off. Now you see what Mike has done there. You've got Mike see what you're doing and it's very clever he's gone for bullet points and they're sod off he's trying to count as one word is sod off one word or is sod off two you can be the judge brian edwards i have nothing to say <laughs> oh brian right that, that well there you go there's the do not scratch your eyes uh, uh post-match phone in halved at least paul fiander turner i doubt we go up john pars though we heard now a nine game season oh fuck off right said john um I don't quite know what that means, and there's eight games to go, but never mind. Um, Pete Ryan said, prima donna's piss-poor passing performance. <laughs> fine work, fine work. I've got to be honest with you. If we were going to be putting a player of the season with the five-word reviews, Peter Ryan is having a fine season, and he's gone with the alliteration that we enjoyed for, uh, earlier on. He's chosen the letter P. There you go. Stephen Atkinson, what a shower of shit. You see, that's only halfway through to the alliteration, but he's also said, Yao Pedro is massively overrated. A lot of people looking at the, uh, the the flair players, the players that you would hope would open up, you know, the proverbial can of beans or the, you know, resistant defense, probably. Let's stay off cans of beans. That's not good. Yeah, didn't really kind of give us what we needed tonight, but that's fine. Well, for stateless players on rotation who will ruin the match with pathetic errors. Dan Harvey, don't pick Backman ever again. Yeah, he's not having his uh, he's not having his best review diet. That's for certain. Garson Horn, we never fail to disappoint. Gino loves international break sackings. Wendover Horn said it's over for this season. Carl Campion, dreadful, awful second half. He then also went, we can't even beat Wigan. Feels like a bad loss. You see, these people are dividing these up into th- into you know more than one review. Uh, Malk said, fuck off, you mercenary. And then I won't say it, but we'll see you next Tuesday. Uh, Dave Lavender has gone on. He's gone on a late run into the box. This is These are four consecutive Dave Lavender specials. We like this. Tuesday was a full storm. God help us at Luton. All about the ref today. Mid-table finish for us. That's good work. That's good work. Vince Smith said, so entirely rubbish. I can't even be bothered to think about it anymore. Well done, Vince. Get away. Don't think about it. Think about other things. 
Steve Lawrence said, uh, drop five points from the shittest two teams in the league, QPR and Wigan. So glad we're not going up at this squad is terrible. It's, it's a great point. I questioned at one point, it's an interesting change to make with Wilder because he only had three days to prepare for QPR. But if you look at where QPR, and I don't mean disrespect to any of these teams, but you guys, are, they, those guys were languishing at the bottom. They should have been three winnable games. You know, QPR hadn't won since December. Birmingham City had a whole host of players who weren't there and were genuinely very, very poor. Wigan are bottom of the league and not doing great. Although in fairness, they've got a better away record than they have at home. So, you know, uh, hey, we should we still should have you know kind of done done far better than we did. Uh, Jim, the secret runner, says clueless and slow attacking play. Yeah, the tempo. Somebody, yeah, George said earlier on about the tempo was was slow. Uh, Derv seventy said uh, they don't care. Should we? Well, who knows? Uh, Skylar Rose, hello, Skylar says what a load of shit. Good words, well done, Ellie. Ellie, we all know Ellie said bloody fucking Backman. Total letdown. 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 You see, you snuck two words together there. Just saying. Just saying. There we go. Uh, oh, Gary DP. Gary Paul. Hello. He said uh, Wilder is shit. One up front. We talked about one up front. He did kind of move to two up front, but it was just rubbish, uh, wasn't it? It didn't. It didn't work today. And Hornet Fez has the last shout, which says absolute fucking dog shit. There's uh, again not much grey area in that statement. I don't, that's the level of forthrightness that uh, that we're not put off with by here. I have to say, let's have a quick look at the elongated uh, answers. Natasha Wright. I got to meet Natasha Wright, and she's lovely, and uh, and Rob as well. More deliveries than Ernie, the fastest milkman in the West, and he had better results. She says. Preparing for our crunch game with most of our squad on international duty, either bring forward the youngsters in the break or prepare for abject humiliation for that and subsequent games. Alan Lathwell, we heard earlier on, he just quoted 24 minutes ago, just walked in the door. It's hammering down here in Leicester. Thanks for the company me all the way home, Pete and fellow Hornets. Well done, everybody. We've made Alan's journey back at least slightly less bloody awful. Uh, Natasha said, Graham Scott is the premiership referee. I'll let you chew over that. Yes. She also put, uh, love a nice double cheers. The big Lebowski, we were trying to get uh, Brett and other people in, but uh, not managing it, said Lebowski travel updates on the train for half an hour. Uh, let's see if the signal holds up while I'm still here. Oh, so you weren't even on a... Oh, I see. Fair enough. I, I, he, we normally manage to get to talk to him just around the time he's coming off the slip road. Frenchy, hello, Lou, said, uh, agree with uh, Wendover Horn. The way we're heading, I can't see us getting a better manager. I'd like to see Wilder given next season. He got Sheffield United back up on their feet while they were wallowing in League One. Very good. Very good. More back from the big cheese. Lebowski said, sods law as you switch me on the signal cutout. Oh, there you go. There we go. Uh, Mal, hope you're feeling a bit better, Mal. Mal's been down with COVID. Uh, poor subs, lost our movement, tempo, poor second half. Hope I'm wrong, but I think our season is getting the double over them up the road and keeping the M1 Cup. Hampshire Hornet, we also tried to, I'm so sorry about that. I work in tech and deal with polling. Oh, and question and answers. DM me as there's plenty of things we can do to collate with people. Hampshire Hornet, people, you are stepping up to the plate. Thank you very much, you beautiful people. Hampshire, I'll be talking to you very soon. Uh, Luke, he said, Bakuna went off. when Bakuna went off, Yao went into central midfield. That's why he was so deep. Yes, yes. What, what time did he go off? I think it was around the 65th minute. Um, he, he was playing very, very deep in that time, but he's been doing it earlier on in the, in the season as well. But, uh, you know, Lou Orns, he basically does uh, a lot of football analysis uh, and stuff, so he knows of what he speaks. So it's a, it's, a, it's a fair point. It'd be interesting to know whether or not you thought also 
if Bakuna was, yeah, he wasn't doing an awful lot on the ball, but he was occupying the space. Were we better before he went off because Bakuna was doing a good job or because Yao was in somewhere uh, more natural to him? Interesting. Uh, Peter Joyless-Jones says, give Watford wages to Wigan. Natasha Wright said uh, to Wendover Horn, this behaviour is killing our beautiful game the world over. And I think we're talking about the lying down and um, and feigning injury, which, uh, which let's be honest, happened a, a few times. Matty Pollock scored for Aberdeen, says Peter Joyless-Jones. Get him back. Went over horn, said John Parslow, agree. We've said it for so long. We need a captain. Think long-term and give it to Porteous now. Paul Fiander-Turner, again, somebody frustrated. We couldn't get on frustrating. Players playing twinkle-toe, tippy-tappy way too much. Completely shithouse the second half. John Pardo said, Peter, as you know, I joined you in one game waving a white hanky. That's true. We tried that. That was one unmitigated uh, 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 failure to launch. Uh, I always said I did that in solidarity of a variety of choices of discord. But with my point of view being that I wanted to have a conversation with Gino to reestablish that, what the long term is. So, oh, I, I see. So, John, in a way, you've got your wish. Well done. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Everybody get over now and look at the tweet. Gary, Gary, sir, this is good. Rice crispy chicken tenders. There's a picture of it. We talked about it earlier on. And let's be honest, we had a number of shocking revelations. But Paul Holly absolutely rocked our world with rice crispy chicken. And it's there. It's a thing. Who knew? Uh, Louis Tashira said, drop points in a game we simply couldn't afford to. A decent first half put us in control, but lost that very quickly in the second. Killed any momentum, but we never really created anything proper after. We gave it a go, but ran out of ideas. Not looking forward to the trip up the M1. Carl Campion, you can blame Backman. You can blame the referee. Two shots on target will not win games. If you're winning, opposition teams do not time waste. Arosh, a manga man, both Billich and Wilder did not or do not fan see him finally Watford do not know how to finish teams okay oh hello Ellie's put in some here sorry there we go totally agree with Mr Wendover Horn yes Watford boy 82 we need oh these are all kind of comments on here missed opportunities Peter should have equalized on the midweek win yeah or, or, sorry equalized I think you mean kind of capitalized uh didn't take it playoffs not a chance promotion in our dreams what is the five-year plan for the club is the question I'd ask Scott and Pozzo Dunny said, here, here, Peter. Thank you, guys. Thank you very much for, uh, for, for for some of the kind words. We won't go over over them too much. We don't really need that. But I think that's a really good point there from, uh, uh, from Ellie. And I think it's about the strategy moving forward. And many people have said, look, you know, the strategy hasn't changed. Scott Duxbury says that in his, in his part. That's fine. If we're going back and having a reset to 2013 style, which is we need to invest in this club to make it promotion-worthy, and then to make it sustainable for the premiership. And you hear that from the owner, you can choose to believe him or to ignore him. And I'm not putting words into his mouth. I don't know if that's the case. I'm just presupposing you can make the choice. But if you don't hear from him, it's very hard to empathize with him when the decisions that are taken mean that Ishmael Assar in four seasons has had 11 managers. We here have complained about Ishmael and other people have pulled us to task because you know what? That's what this place is to do. Say, no, disagree. No problem with that. People have pointed out he's had 11 managers. You wouldn't know if you were coming or going if you had 11 managers, would you really? Guys, thank you so much for, for listening in. Thank you so much in advance for the support that we hope we're going to get to try to make not only you know the first fans meeting where Gino 
is going to be there and Scott Duxbury are going to be there and to talk, but also the subsequent ones that they mentioned, uh, that was mentioned in Scott Duxbury's uh, program notes. It would be really good to get a process in place so that everybody gets a chance to continually contribute and a distribution method across as many channels or wherever it is so that everybody knows where to go so that the fans can talk to the club and the, the, the club can talk to the fans and we can talk amongst ourselves because as we've heard earlier on, talking about WD18 doing various things, talking about everybody else you know, doing this sort of stuff, it's not that hard now to distribute stuff. It's not that hard to communicate. Hampshire Hornet, thank you, sir. I will be in touch with you um, uh, and see if we can kind of factor some of that stuff in. It sounds interesting. Anyway, disappointing day at the office, most certainly. We are now going to be pausing for the, for the international break. And then when we come back, there's a game that basically transcends the league table. It's about you know it's a it's about bragging rights. We're going to be doing a few things there to uh, in the run up for that to uh, hopefully keep you amused, etc. We shall see how we go. Thank you so much for the kind words. Thank you so much for the comments. Thank you so much for the callers. Apologies for the technical problems that Twitter seems to have had tonight. Um, thank you everybody for participating. But most of all, most of all, you. Most of all, you for listening and being one of our many lurkers. We love you very much indeed. Guys, have a great evening tonight. Thank you so much, everybody. We will see you soon. You on Fan Network is proudly teaming up with three for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. Beyond the pitch, beyond the results, we're here to connect fans, getting them to embrace the highs and lows of supporting your club because we're not just fans, we're a team. With two in three football fans having struggled with their mental health, we understand that life off the pitch can present its own challenges. That's why we're committed to ensuring you have the tools to stay connected with your friends and fellow supporters. Take a moment to connect with your mates. A simple text or an open conversation can make a world of difference. And if they don't respond right away, don't hesitate to follow up. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. It's the 90th minute. All your mates around, you've got your McNuggets share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget. Snatching all three points. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery free in terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.